wrestling actually contributed to helping me build confidence. Hey, it's Fergie, and you're tuning in to Love, Wine, and a Good Time, a lifestyle podcast about love, relationships, dating, confidence, motivation, and more. Welcome to another episode of Love, Wine, and a Good Time. We are on episode 12. So exciting. It's just flying by 12 episodes already, and it's been great, and it's going to get better. So if you follow my episodes within the last month during Women's History Month, I honored different women in my life who I thought were really awesome and they talked about their journeys and how they achieved their confidence to go on that women empowerment theme. That's what I had going on in honor of Women's History Month. Then at the same time, I listened to all the episodes and all these great women and this great content on women empowerment and then it got me thinking do men have the same concern the same journey did they struggle to achieve their confidence do they how did they manage to find the right balance of being confident but not too cocky it's interesting because i made like one of those fun little instagram polls and asked people like hey like should I talk about male confidence and like a couple of people said no and that way they didn't really care to learn or hear men's side of the story and I wasn't sure if it was a joke or not but either way I thought it'd be really great to highlight men and get to know their side of the story because they deal with confidence just as much as we do so I wanted to kind of get dive in into that and So there's this particular website that I go to where I can type in a different topic and see what people are curious about or ask about that certain topic. And when I typed in male confidence, one question came out, which is, how does a man gain confidence? So like I mentioned, I will be interviewing different gentlemen throughout the month. And of course, my guest this week, you've all have met him. He is my awesome, sweet and loving husband. Hey, honey. I forgot good looking. Handsome husband. Handsome is what you tell like ugly kids. Oh my God. No, I don't. (laughs) (laughs) This is my husband in case you guys haven't heard him before, but he's been on the show and he's always supporting me and coming on (laughs) whenever I ask him to. Anywho. So baby, how are you? Doing good. Yeah. I'm on spring break. That's awesome. Yeah. So for those of our listeners who haven't heard you before, don't really know you, you know what, can you just tell us a little bit about yourself, like a little fun fact? A little fun fact. I like wrestling. Okay. I mean, old school wrestling, not this bullshit they call wrestling these days. Okay. And? It's funny, you say, It's funny. you, you know, we bring up wrestling because wrestling actually contributed to Helping me build confidence. Ooh, we'll definitely get more into that, aren't we? Definitely. Awesome. And so you mentioned you're on spring break. So what is it that you do? Oh, I'm a, I pretend to teach. I'm actually a teacher. I teach 10th grade world history at a school that is not going to be named for controversial reasons. Okay, so he's a history teacher. Let's see about that. 
a great history teacher. An amazing history there teacher. You go. I gotta hype myself up. Hands so amazing. <laughs> <laughs> so definitely you more than anybody has heard me talk consistently about confidence, right? Yes. Gaining it, obtaining it, and like I even talked to Kodo about confidence. And so we see that most confident or those positive ads are kind of targeted more towards women. Now, do you think that kind of that affected you in any way as you were growing up? Like that there wasn't, excuse me, wasn't that many like male confident role models or were there for you? For me, no. Um, I'm originally born and raised in the great state of Texas. I, and I grew up with a single mom, so I didn't really have male, you know, influences around me growing up. Mm -hmm. um, I had uncles who, you know, like you know, get drunk and, you know, act dumb. My mother was, you know, she played a huge role in my confidence because my mother is a very confident woman. And in my eyes, she is Sarah Connor. That's how confident <laughs> she is. She's like a mixture of Sarah Connor with La India Maria. And um, she was a very, and she still is, you know, a very confident woman. Yeah. And that, you know, played a huge role in my life. Okay, okay. So then your your mother was the one that kind of helped you, even though there weren't these, you know, ads or different positive male role models, right, that you saw on the daily? On the daily, yeah, absolutely. And, um, I mean, I had a teacher, Mr. Cunha in the fifth grade. He um, was kind of a role model to me. And it's funny because he his way of teaching is the way I teach these days. Very <laughs> sarcastic and just kind of like, is wrong with you like he would just tell us like what is wrong with you and i i incorporate that now when i teach well he influenced you he too. did and he was also my baseball coach oh how cute <laughs> yeah and i still keep in contact with him so that's sweet so when i met you you've always kind of had this confident energy you, you know you just radiated that confidence because you're like cracking jokes like that's your thing you like making people laugh and definitely made me laugh when we initially met and so was that genuine confidence or were you experiencing like we all do where you fake it till you make it where were you at then um by that point in my life i was I had a little bit of mixture because it was it was college i was in the marine corps for four years right after high school and when I got to college, I was a community college. And then when I transferred, I had already gone through so much stuff that I was just surrounded by, you know, mainly like 18, 19 year old, 20 year olds, you know, with very little life experience. So for me, like I, I had I felt like I had a one up on them. So okay. for me, it was just like when these kids were worrying about like, yeah, finals is a big deal or worrying about like very insignificant things. I was kind of like, yo. I'm good. I'm going to have a few beers at the at the Nugget before I go to class, you know, and I'm having a good time. But um, I didn't really see it as confidence. It was more of like me being myself. And that's just, I guess, a mixture. You add everything onto it. Confidence is one of those things, which is, yeah, when I when you met me, it was a little bit of both because I was nervous. But at the same time, it was like, well, I don't care. Like, I'm going to have a good time. <laughs> so um, prior to college, you did go to the Marine Corps. Yes. Did that have any effect on your confidence, whether back then or even today? Oh, absolutely. Um, when I first, I remember, and I was thinking about this today, when I remembered uh, growing up, I, I didn't have confidence. And 
you know, in high school, I had a little bit about it, you know, but I was more faking it till I made it in um, August of 2007, landed here in California. First time I've ever been on a plane. I luckily wasn't on a window, but I just passed out and I just remember the plane shaking. I uh, landed. We don't really have palm trees in Texas. So right off the bat, I arrived in San Diego and I saw these huge palm trees and I was like, what the hell is that? It's cool. I love palm trees now, but I was scared out of my mind. Really? I was scared out of my mind and um, I was shaking. I remember making my way to the USO and I just, I didn't know what to expect. I was, I was scared. No confidence in me whatsoever. I was like this scrawny kid shaking, not knowing what to expect. And out of nowhere, some drill instructor with an eye patch comes running and telling us to go outside and ran outside and told us to load up on the bus. And we loaded up on the bus, didn't know where we were going, arrived at boot camp. A drill instructor came on and told us to come out, like come outside the bus. Everything you do is with speed, volume, and intensity forever. And I was like, okay. And I took those to a grain of salt. And I remember getting off the bus, and I remember a handful of people didn't get off the bus. Wow. I don't think I would have either. <laughs> and not even for a split second, I didn't think about it. I really ran off the bus. And the bus took off with those individuals in there. And I, I don't know. I just think, you know, first thing you do is you step foot on the yellow footprints and that right then and there, I just, I, I had one thing in mind that was survival. And okay. I think that was the start of the confidence that I have now. Okay. So not only were you traveling to a state you've never been to going on a plane, for the first time, completely starting a new life and then joining the Marine Corps. It's it's insane how, because don't you think that it took some kind of confidence or would you say that's different for you to even leave your home state? Well, if I'm being you know truthful, I kind of follow the same mentality of my mother. Okay. Uh, my mom left at a young age, Mexico, for a better life. She was one of the first people in her family to come out here. And, you know, being a woman, especially in your early 20s and the 80s, like coming out here and just, you know, risking it all Yeah. to, you know, you don't know what's going to happen. You know, right. you're, you're going to another country. You're not really sure what you're going to, you know, make out mm -hmm. of it. And I guess that was a huge influence on me. And that's why my mother... You know, I often tell people this, that my mother taught me how to be a man. And that's where the confidence also comes from in my life. Okay. So It makes sense. And so that's your mom and the Marine Corps kickstarted your journey towards confidence, right? Um, yeah, and also um, wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> and so, okay, so would you say you're like a confident man? Because I know you're not cocky. I, I think you're a confident man. But then again, we don't know when we're faking it till we're making it. But if, do you believe you've achieved that level of like, you know what? I know myself. I am not cocky. I am not a wimp. I am a genuine confident man. Yes. When did you realize that you got to that point? When... I managed to struggle with depression and make it through depression and knowing that I could push through it. That's when I realized like I could literally accomplish anything. I don't have anything to prove to anybody. Mm -hmm. And I, you know, I walk into a room and in my mind, you know, it's like, 
I don't have to prove that I'm one of the baddest motherfuckers in the room because I know in my mind I am. Okay. And that just, that's my confidence, you know. Yeah. Okay. And so you also mentioned that aside from your mom, <laughs> wrestling was a part of your confidence. Oh, God, yes. So I, what I asked the women in the previous episodes was like, was there anyone who inspired them? I and mean, they mentioned family. I don't think anybody said celebrities, which is totally fine. But do you think it's, it was for you, I think it was a mixture of both, right? Yeah, it was a mixture just like, because again, I didn't really have that male influences on me growing up. So, but I did watch wrestling as a kid. And um, The Rock and Stone Cold Steve Austin <laughs> were the huge influences because today, you know, I have that, uh, the you know, mentality of Stone Cold Steve Austin. And then I got the swagger and attitude of, you know, The Rock, narcissistic, kind of like <laughs> sarcastic, <laughs> sarcastic. <laughs> cracking jokes with a serious face and still being, yeah, you know, have that humor in there. So, yeah. Okay, I get that 100%. And I mean, they, I see that they still have that influence on you even today. Yes, definitely. I mean, you, know, you can see me out in town. I'm wearing a Stone Cold Steve Austin with a rock, you know, <laughs> t-shirt. And I just, you know, it's still there. And even when I work out, and that's a huge contributor to just not only calming my depression, but also helping my confidence. Yeah. There, believe it or not, you know, this is my guilty thing that I do. I listen to old WrestleMania promos before I work out. That's cute. And uh, it hypes me <laughs> up. It, it really does hype me up when I'm at the gym at four in the morning. So it, it's a it's a huge boost. So how old were you when you initially saw The Rock and his gimmick as well as Stone Cold and um, what's that other guy's name? Uh, Macho Hulk Man. Hulk Hogan, Macho Man, like all of these wrestlers and so. their gimmick. Ah oh, man, I was I was uh, in elementary school and I grew up in the Aww. 90s. I grew up in the baby 90s. Uh, yeah, baby Lewis. I grew up in the 90s and um I was a huge Jean-Claude Van Damme fan. I did karate and you know, contact sports alike. Mm -hmm. And just wrestling, I was instantly attracted to it mm -hmm. because of the, you know, the colorful, the fam that flamboyant, that over the top, that physical ability of these Save. big dudes. Macho man. The macho man Randy Savage, you know, like Oh, yeah, you know, like <laughs> that. And it's funny because, like, right before I started this podcast, I ate a Slim Jim. And to this day, every time I eat a Slim Jim, I think snap into a Slim Jim for the Macho Man. R.I.P. Macho Man. Oh, you always ask me, babe, did you ever slap into a Slim Jim? Yeah, did you ever snap into a Slim Jim? Like, snap, not slap. Yeah, snap into a Slim Jim. Yeah, like, snap into a Slim Jim. That's funny. Yeah, and then, uh, so I was around 10 years old, and then, um, which got me in trouble too, because um, one of the things that I bought, um, my parents growing up, um, before my dad kind of was out of the picture, we used to work at a swap meet. And, um, you know, we sold cassettes and we sold, you know, things that we would find in garage sales and we tried to make some money off of it. And my parents taught me how to hustle. And one of the things that I remember buying in the cassette form was the WWF freaking theme songs like the <laughs> and i remember playing it over and over again coming out to these like musics and stuff like that so it also got me in trouble because stone cold steve austin taught me how to flip people off that is true and um i got in trouble for flipping people off at school well weren't you telling me earlier that you guys weren't allowed to say jabroni yes in <laughs> elementary school we were not allowed to say jabroni 
Jabroni, in my fifth grade year, Jabroni was an infraction written up automatically. You couldn't say Jabroni. That's hilarious. You for couldn't. those of them, for those of the listeners who don't know what that means, what? Jabroni was the rock's insult. He's just like, you're a Jabroni, you know. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny when you say it now, but like. It is funny. <laughs> like, what the hell? <laughs> you know, like baloney. Like, like baloney, yeah. Jabroni. You could not say Jabroni. <laughs> That's hilarious. How that was like an infraction. I thought that was super funny. Now, you know, you talk about this, you know, these wrestlers who you saw when you were younger and growing up to today, they still have an effect. Is there something you wish someone would have told you in terms of confidence when you were younger? Or you wouldn't really change anything like you were, your journey was like. I wish somebody would have told me about puberty at a young age because um especially in the the mexican household puberty is very hard to understand Mm, yeah and i remember being in middle school going through these changes that like i didn't really understand it and i remember i was very timid about it and my voice would change and you know and like high pitch and then all these things happen and i had to go to the library to read a book about it and then even still going through, you know, all these things, learning about these things until my good friend Derek came along, one of my best friends, and kind of showed me, he's like, dude, this is this is this and this and this. And so he was a huge influence too, and I think contributed in it. But if I could, I wish somebody would like talk to me more about puberty. Yeah, I think so, that's, yeah, that's cause, uh... Yeah, because as a kid, I, I was scared of everything as a kid, man. I was, yeah. I was, I was, I was a little bitch. <laughs> I was a little bitch. I mean... <laughs> You ask anybody that knew me in elementary school, you're like, oh, the crier? I used to cry every day at school. I had no confidence. You were young. Yeah. It was baby Lewis. And, you know, that's not who you are today. (laughs) And so what what advice, I guess, would you you give guys who are younger or just doesn't matter if they're even your age or who just genuinely just struggle with their confidence and don't really like talking about it? Honestly, I think it would be like everybody has to find their own way. Mm-hmm. And I think social media these days has a very negative effect on the male personality, I guess. Okay. Um, especially because we live in a day and age where it's, 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 it's very different. And I feel like everybody has to post everything. And I feel that people compare themselves to a lot of people online. And... The male confidence these days, a lot of people, is a misconception about like, well, it all depends on like how physically fit you are and how many girls you can get or how much money you got or you can flex on Instagram or what you can flex on Instagram and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. I think my advice would be like, be your own person. Learn to suffer and, you know, learn to be on your own. You know, I think a lot of people struggle with that. Um, you know, a lot of people don't know how to handle being on their own. And it's clearly shown, you know, um, Especially in this generation, I don't think, especially, I think, in the whole Latino household, Latino males sometimes are catered too much. Yeah. Um, I'm not, I wasn't brought up that way. My mom, again, you know, she was not, you know, like, oh, let me do this because you're a boy. She was like, nah, you're going to get your ass. You're going to go to the laundromat. You're going to wash your dirty ass clothes and you're going to come back. You're going to walk <laughs> in the freaking... In the freaking like ghetto mm. of Northside, you know, <laughs> wash your clothes and come back. 
builds character. It does build character, especially when the cholos, you know, you come back with your little bag and like, orale, ahí va Santa Claus and shit. <laughs> like, <laughs> so that, I mean, I think these days you don't really see that. You don't really see males, you know, suffering to become their own man. Okay, and because you, you mentioned different things, right? Like confidence for males is how much they could lift at the gym or how much or how physically fit they are or how many women they can get. Do you think that's just that? Does each person kind of decide what confidence is in that sense? I think so. But okay. then at the same time, like I said, it's social media. I mean, I see, you know, my former students, you know, some of them are already married have kids have great what? jobs yeah remember eric oh that's right yeah eric has you know had a, a yeah had a child he's grown up he was one like it was you know i was thinking about this this was seven years ago when i was you know work, when i started in education and you know he's working doing his own thing you know god bless him but then i have other students who like recently just you know started into the workforce and of course it's like I got this money, I got these shoes, I got this, I got that, I got this. And, but, like, you know, I don't care about that. Tell me how many books you read. Yeah. You know, tell me how much your brain is expanding. You yeah. Know? I think definitely social media plays a role in that. I mean, that's what I think one of the episodes with the women we were talking about, just because, like, people post a lot, and it makes you kind of compare yourself in a way. Even though half of what's posted might not necessarily be true. Or it's just something that's posed. You know what I mean? And I, that's, I mean, that's just different because like social media has its pros and cons, I feel. Right. Like that can also work towards confidence in a way. But because you see everything, you, you know, what people do, what people say, to an extent, I feel like it definitely plays a harder harder role on that because i feel like in some way there are people who put themselves out there more like i see guys making tiktok videos you know they let their funny personality out i i think so i know esquivel does tiktok too <laughs> and i still don't know what the hell tiktok is is it vine or what the hell i mean like i have no it's, it's like a small video of yeah just like exactly but like it's like i see a lot of these tiktok videos and what drives me crazy is that like People do things for a laugh, right? And I get it, you know, I, I do things for a laugh, but like I'm more of like sarcastic asshole like The Rock. But <laughs> people are out there doing these challenges or these these things at like public places or like, which is all cool, fun and that, but I'm like, who the hell has time to plan all this crap out? That is true. Like, yo, I, I, I'm up at four in the morning, like, you know, prepping and like trying to make it through the day and shit. And like, I'm like, you got bills to pay? Like, what the fuck? I mean, it's definitely a different mentality because making those TikToks and reels, it takes time. Like, if you really have to sit down and think about it, and sometimes it's scripted, but then maybe in a way it's like their way of, like, you know, having their confidence kind of, like doing what they enjoy, making people laugh, doing little skits. I feel like social media also has given people that kind of platform. And maybe, who knows, maybe they are posting it because there's a little lack of confidence and they need that, like, booster of likes and comments of people telling them that they're cool or they're handsome. Do you think that's possible, It too? could be. It's, I heard they also get money for that. 
Is that true? Yeah, I think they need to have a certain amount of following, and then they get money. Okay, because I know Esquiva flexes is thirty dollars on me <laughs> once in a while. Like, make thirty dollars, like cool. I can sell my shoes and make that, and like it, you know, triple that. But I, I don't know. I mean, low key, I'm starting to really dislike social media. And somebody once asked me, um, "How come you don't have more followers?" The fuck for? <laughs> like, I don't. I told you before, I don't really like people. Um, people think that I'm like, you know, funny or like, oh, you're sarcastic. No, that's just me being me. It's yeah. Like, no, I don't do things to be liked. I don't really care if you like me. I'm more of do my you, own bubble. Do you think that's more of an older generation mentality? Or maybe there's a few people here and there few guys who still have that today i think yeah i think that's an old school mentality so my other question is do you believe in self-care absolutely um i get i get pedicures everywhere once a month yeah and um <laughs> i like buying things for myself but things that like um i'm a geek and a nerd at heart and growing up that was a very not think cool thing to do growing up yeah um comic books this is why i hate marvel like they make it too mainstream and my my good friend christian mentioned the other day marvel is just slapping their thing on everything and everything you see is marvel this marvel movies this marvel movies that i come from the generation that actually read the comics yeah and where it was very uncool to read the comics and for me i feel like popular culture stole that from me Okay. Because, you know, Deadpool used to be cool. The comics were so brutal. Now it's like he's just a running gag. And my self-care, I guess, is being taken more and more by pop culture. Like, now, go to the comic book store, try to buy some comics. The comics are shitty. Hmm. The comics are too political. The comics are just targeted to children, small children. And these stories are now just something totally different. Okay. So my self-care is, it's a little mixture of everything. And also the gym. You know, I, I love the gym. And that's where I gain my confidence sometimes. Do you think if guys aren't doing so already, should they have a form of self-care? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Like, it's cool to go get pedicures, man. Like, it's, it's, <laughs> it's cool. They massage your feet, you know. You don't understand what they're saying, but, you know, they're polite. You know, you're chilling for a little bit. If you're lucky enough, you get the massage chair and you're just like, ah. You don't really paint your nails. You just basically no. get a massage. I just literally get my like the bottom of my heels because they always hurt because I gotta carry the weight of this relationship. <laughs> wow. Um, but yeah, I mean, self care is important, especially today in mental health. And a lot of you know, I think the machismo mentality doesn't allow a lot of people or males yeah. to believe in the whole mental health thing. But it's a real thing and. Everybody needs those 10 minutes, 20 minutes, 30 minutes, an hour just to have relaxation to yourself, you know? Like earlier today, I was listening to Shania Twain, you know? It's my guilty <laughs> pleasure. <laughs> and so for those who don't necessarily know what machismo means, since it's like, it's very big in the Latino culture, but in the non-Latino culture, how can we best explain what machismo is? The man rules everything in the house. And the man has to be catered, and the man has to, what the man says, go. See, I don't buy that, because I, again, like I said, I wasn't brought up that way. Yeah. And, you know, I I like to think in our house, we don't really have gender roles. 
you cook one day, I'll do the dishes that day, or I'll cook one day, you'll do the dishes. Um, mm-hmm. I do the laundry, you'll go grocery shopping, you know, or vice versa. We'll switch it up a little bit. Yeah. And because I don't want to fall into that mixture of the machismo because I wasn't brought that way and I don't believe in it. And I'm glad you work. I encourage you. You know, I'm glad you have your own mind. I'm glad you do your podcast. I'm glad that Aww. you're a badass. And Aww. I love that about you. And, you know, you allow me to be geek out at times. <laughs> All the time. All the time. You allow me to wear my wrestling shirts <laughs> without laughing at me as much. You're so cute. <laughs> <laughs> well, baby, it's always, I always thank you for going along with everything that I ask you to. Coming on my show at random just to talk about different topics with me which i totally appreciate now that kind of concludes all the questions that i've had but there are there any last things you'd like to add somebody once told me and it's i have it i, I always have it in my mind and it was uh personally still to this day has a huge influence on me um this man once told me no matter what you do you have to be a lion amongst men and I think that contributes to everything that I do every single day. And I don't think we see enough of that, you know, these days in mm-hmm. society. I think everybody just tries to follow a groove yeah, and stick to it without being noticed or following the crowd. Uh, nah, I'm not with that. And I hope for the rest of my life I'm not like that, not following a crowd. Like, I like being the lone wolf. I know. So, yeah. That's some great, great words. Thank you. And with that being said, thank you for tuning in to another episode of Love, Wine, and a Good Time talking on the male confidence topic that we'll be um, exploring throughout the month. And if you don't already, please follow us on social media, Love, Wine, and a Good Time podcast on Instagram, Facebook, Pinterest. You can listen on Google, Apple, and Spotify. Just like, share, comment, rate, anything, any support is truly appreciated. You could also leave a review on Apple. That would be awesome. If not, you enjoy the episode. You can always send us money if you want. <laughs> the title belt I want to buy. <laughs> if not, you can enjoy the rest of your week, and we'll catch you in the next episode of Love, Wine, and a Good Time.